Do you hear that? That's the sound of a listening lesson on the TOEFL with Andrea podcast. You're in for a treat with today's listening lesson, but I can't go a second longer without mentioning the best kept secret on the internet. Did you know that you, yes, you, can get a free TOEFL assessment at studywithandrea.com slash TOEFL? I'm Andrea Giordano, your TOEFL guide, and my job is to help you earn your dream score. Take the first step to a dream score today at studywithandrea.com slash TOEFL. Now, on to the lesson. In this episode, you will have an opportunity to practice the listening portion of the TOEFL test. You will hear the instructions, a lecture, and then six questions related to the lecture. Keep in mind that you will want to take notes as I'm speaking so that you can best answer the questions. This activity simulates the kind of lecture you would hear during the listening portion of the TOEFL test. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Listen to the following photography lecture and then answer the questions that follow. Hello class, today we will be talking about Ansel Adams, an American landscape photographer and environmentalist known for his black and white images of the American West. While much can be said about Ansel Adams' work, like his uh, pure photography, which favored sharp focus and the use of full tonal range of a photograph, or we could talk about his deeply technical understanding of how tonal range is recorded and developed during exposure, negative development, and printing. But today, however, I'd like to focus our discussion on Ansel Adams' passion for nature, environmental preservation, and American national parks. The creation of Adams' grand, highly detailed images was driven by his interest in the natural environment. With increasing environmental degradation in the West during the 20th century, his photos show a commitment to conservation. His black and white photos were not just documentation, but really reflected a sublime experience of nature as a spiritual place. Adams was a lifelong advocate for environmental conservation, and his photographic practice, well, it was deeply entwined with this advocacy. At age 12, he was given his first camera during his first visit to Yosemite National Park. He developed his early photographic work as a member of the Sierra Club, a nonprofit environmental organization. He was later contracted with the United States Department of the Interior to make photographs of national parks. For his work and his persistent advocacy, which helped expand the national park system, he was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 1980. In his autobiography, Adams expressed his concern about Americans' loss of connection to nature in the course of industrialization and the exploitation of land's natural resources. He stated, we all know the tragedy of the dust bowls, the cruel, unforgivable erosions of the soil, 
the depletion of fish or game, and the shrinking of the noble forests. And we know that such catastrophes shrivel the spirit of the people. The wilderness is pushed back. Man is everywhere. Solitude, so vital to the individual man, is almost nowhere. Now, answer the following six questions. Number one, what is the main purpose of this lecture? A, to instruct photography students on how to take pictures like Ansel Adams. B, to advocate for environmental conservation. C, to describe Ansel Adams' use of the full tonal range of a photograph. Or D, to show how Ansel Adams' work advocated for environmental conservation. Number two. Which of the following best describes the professor's opinion of Ansel Adams' photographs? A. They primarily focused on documenting historical events. B. They lacked detail. C. They were catastrophes that shriveled the spirit of people. Or D. They portrayed the natural environment as a spiritual place. Number three. What does the professor imply when he says, with increasing environmental degradation in the West during the 20th century, his photos show a commitment to conservation? A. Ansel Adams used his photography to promote the preservation of the environment. B. Ansel Adams avoided getting involved with advocacy. C. The economic development of the American West was a top priority for Ansel Adams. Or D. The 20th century was marked by a commitment to conservation. Number four. Where did Ansel Adams receive his first camera? A. New York City. B. Yosemite National Park. C. At his home. Or D at a store. Number five. According to the professor, one of Ansel Adams' core beliefs was A. Photographs should only be taken in black and white. B. Nature should be protected. C. The Presidential Medal of Freedom is the highest achievement one can earn. Or D. National parks should be privatized. Number six. What did Ansel Adams imply when he said in his autobiography, The wilderness is pushed back, man is everywhere, solitude so vital to the individual man is almost nowhere. A. Humans should congregate together more than they do. B. Wilderness should be pushed back. C. It's important for people to be alone in nature. Or D. Individuals are often alone. But today, however, I'd like to focus our discussion on Ansel Adams' passion for nature, environmental preservation, and American national parks. The creation of Adams' grand, highly detailed images was driven by his interest in the natural environment. With increasing environmental degradation, in the West during the 20th century. His photos show a commitment to conservation. His black and white photos 
were not just documentation, but really reflected a sublime experience of nature as a spiritual place. Adams was a lifelong advocate for environmental conservation, and his photographic practice, well, it was deeply entwined with this advocacy. At age 12, he was given his first camera during his first visit to Yosemite National Park. He developed his early photographic work as a member of the Sierra Club, a nonprofit environmental organization. He was later contracted with the United States Department of the Interior to make photographs of national parks. For his work and his persistent advocacy, which helped expand the national park system, he was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 1980. In his autobiography, Adams expressed his concern about Americans' loss of connection to nature in the course of industrialization and the, um, the exploitation of land's natural resources. He stated, we all know the tragedy of the dust bowls, the cruel, unforgivable erosions of the soil, the depletion of fish or game, and the shrinking of the noble forests. And we know that such catastrophes shrivel the spirit of the people. The wilderness is pushed back. Man is everywhere. Solitude, so vital to the individual man, is almost nowhere. Now, answer the following six questions. Number one, what is the main purpose of this lecture? A, to instruct photography students on how to take pictures like Ansel Adams. B, to advocate for environmental conservation. C, to describe Ansel Adams' use of the full tonal range of a photograph. Or D, to show how Ansel Adams' work advocated for environmental conservation. Number two, which of the following best describes the professor's opinion of Ansel Adams' photographs? A, they primarily focused on documenting historical events. B, they lacked detail. C, they were catastrophes that shriveled the spirit of people. Or D, they portrayed the natural environment as a spiritual place. Number three, what does the professor imply when he says, with increasing environmental degradation in the West during the 20th century, his photos show a commitment to conservation. A. Ansel Adams used his photography to promote the preservation of the environment. B. Ansel Adams avoided getting involved with advocacy. C. The economic development of the American West was a top priority for Ansel Adams. Or D. The 20th century was marked by a commitment to conservation. Number four. Where did Ansel Adams receive his first camera? A. New York City. B. Yosemite National Park. C. At his home. Or D. At a store. Number five. According to the professor, one of Ansel Adams' core beliefs was A. Photographs should only be taken in black and white. B. Nature should be protected. C. The Presidential Medal of Freedom 
is the highest achievement one can earn. Or D. National parks should be privatized. Number 6. What did Ansel Adams imply when he said in his autobiography, The wilderness is pushed back, man is everywhere. Solitude so vital to the individual man is almost nowhere. A. Humans should congregate together more than they do. B. Wilderness should be pushed back. C. It's important for people to be alone in nature. Or D. Individuals are often alone. Now let's talk about the answers to questions 1 through 6. Number 1. What is the main purpose of this lecture? The answer was D. To show how Ansel Adams' work advocated for environmental conservation. Number 2. Which of the following best describes the professor's opinion of Ansel Adams' photographs? The answer is D. They portrayed the natural environment as a spiritual place. Number 3. What does the professor imply when she says, With increasing environmental degradation in the West during the 20th century, his photos show a commitment to conservation. The answer is A. Ansel Adams used his photography to promote the preservation of the environment. Number 4. Where did Ansel Adams receive his first camera? The answer is B. Yosemite National Park. Number 5. According to the professor, one of Ansel Adams' core beliefs was B. Nature should be protected. And number 6. What did Ansel Adams imply when he said in his autobiography, The wilderness is pushed back, man is everywhere. Solitude so vital to the individual man is almost nowhere. The answer was C. It's important for people to be alone in nature. All right, how did you do? I hope you did well. If you need more practice, go back and listen to it again. Practicing these listening skills is so vital for improving your score on the TOEFL test. One of the best ways to get better at the TOEFL is to practice. And one of the best prices is free. I don't charge anything for these daily lessons, and I also don't charge anything for my free TOEFL assessment. Sign up before you go to sleep tonight at studywithandrea.com TOEFL. You'll sleep much better after taking one step closer to your dream score. Happy learning!